Hi friends, Sunny Mizemi. You're listening to Catch Me in the Kitchen Audio Snacks, bite-sized stories and music. I'm your host, Professor Pineapple, Professor Anana. Oshul Tzvi, today, we're joined by writer-performer Jillian Welsh, who will tell her story, Cheese Moon. Salut, Jill. Thanks for coming to tell a story today. Hi, Professor Pineapple. So nice to meet you. So, Cheese Moon is your own story, right? It is, yeah. What inspired you to write Cheese Moon? Well, actually, I was um, eating cheese and looking at the moon. <laughs> uh, but also, it reminded me... Um, it reminded me of when my I moved away to go to school in New York City, and before I left, my grandmother told me that as long as we were under the same moon, she always wanted me to look up at the moon, and that as long as we were under the same moon, we wouldn't really be that far apart. Wow, that's wonderful. Are you ready to tell your story? I would love to. <laughs> Are you ready to hear it? Absolutely. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> Cheese moon. La lune de fromage. All right, snug like a bug in a rug, you're all wrapped up like a burrito, baby. Oh, Grandma, I'm not a baby. Just say, just say, I know, I know. It's just a silly saying, dear. I'm eight, almost nine. Mais non, I thought you were seven. Grandma... I'm just kidding, dear. I know how old you are. I was there, there when I was born. All right, well, make sure you get some good sleep. You've got a big day tomorrow. Grandma? We? What if I I don't want it to be tomorrow? Uh, What if it just stayed today forever and ever, and then I never have to move to Paris? Oh. I know it feels scary, but you are going to have a wonderful adventure. Une merveilleuse aventure. Why can't I just have an adventure here in Southampton? Grandma, why can't Dad's job just stay here? Well, it's not forever, dear. It's for a whole year, Grandma. Do you have any idea how long a whole year is? Well, longer for you than me. When you get older, your relationship to time changes. Grandma, why are you talking like a fortune cookie? Okay, well, dear, think of uh, of all the new people you're going to get to meet and, and all of the new friends you'll make. But I like my friends here. I like going to the beach and eating Jerry's fries. And, and there won't be any granny great head suckers in Paris. And, and what if I don't make new friends, Grandma? What if nobody likes me? They speak French there. I, I don't even really know how to speak that. Oh. You'll learn, dear. No problem. Pas de problème. What if I don't wear the right clothes? What if they don't think I'm cool? My, you seem very concerned about what other people think. I just don't want to be all alone, Grandma. I mean, you're not even coming with us. And we're going to be in different time zones, so I can't call you whenever I want because you might be sleeping. And you sleep a lot, Grandma. All right, that's it. Out of bed. I want to show you something. But, Grandma, it's past my bedtime. 
Oh, all right. Well, I'll just go and experience the magic myself. See you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm coming. I'm coming. Put on a sweater, dear. We're going down to the lake. And quick, quick, let's go. Alozee. Whoa. Grandma, is it just me or does the moon look bigger tonight? When I was little like you, I, I used to stand on this very beach pretending I was an astronaut landing on the moon. Lalu. But Grandma, you're not an astronaut and you've never walked on the moon. Hmm, maybe. But when I was your age, we had just moved to this house and I felt like I was all alone. I wondered, what was it like to be the moon? And if the moon ever felt alone? Grandma, the moon can't feel alone. The moon is just a moon. Laloon. Well, about three weeks after we moved here, some men went up to meet Laloon. In this year of 1969, it is time now, once and for all, for mankind to solve one of the greatest mysteries in our universe. Is the moon indeed made of cheese? And if so, what kind? People have gathered around their radios and their televisions and watched earlier today, July 16th, as a huge rocket ship known as Apollo 11 blasted off into space. It will take them approximately eight days to reach the moon. The moon loved being the moon, even though sometimes she would get a bit lonely. Every day the moon tried to pull the earth closer with all of her might for a hug, but gravity wasn't strong enough. All it would do was pull the earth's water a little closer before she got too tired and had to release it back. Well, down on Earth, a young girl named Sophia was looking up at Laloon. She was missing her grandmother, who was in another country. Her grandmother told her that as long as they were both looking at the same moon, they would be with each other. Well, Sophie had never really looked at Laloon very much. Hello, moon. Can you hear me, moon? Sophie looked up at the beautiful big silver circle. Her grandmother was right. There was something magic about the moon. I guess I'm not alone as long as you're here, moon. Uh, today, moon, they sent up a man. A man to go meet you, moon. And someday, I'm going to do that, too. Someday, I will come up there and give you a great big hug. July 21st, 1969 started out like every other day for the moon. She woke up slowly as the sun rose from behind the earth. Good morning, the sun. The moon loved the way the sun felt as its rays stretched across her body, making her surface glow a silver white. Good morning, the stars, she said to the stars, blinking at her from millions of light years away. I would love to meet you. Maybe someday our paths will cross. That would be catastrophic, 
Sorry, life as a nebulous gas cloud is gassy, but it does help me travel. I know, I know, great cosmic wizard, and I am not wishing for that. But if you wanted to wish for it, you could. You still have your one all-great, all-powerful, mighty cosmic wish. And you only get one each eternity. I know, and I'm sorry, great wizard. I still don't know what to wish for. I think maybe a friend, but I'm not sure what kind of friend. I'd like to put some more thought and consideration into it. As you wish! I mean, not literally as you wish. I do grant wishes, but I mean figuratively, as in like a figure of speech, as in I understand and I respect your choice on the matter. But you could, um, hang out and and talk for a bit with me if you wanted to, great cosmic wizard. Oh, I can't. Sorry, my nebulous is quite gassy these days. <clears throat> oh, oh, uh, sorry. And, um, oh, pardon me. It's, it's hard to hold it in and stay in one spot before. <clears throat> oh, goodness. Oh, I... <clears throat> see you later. Bye, wizard. It was nice to see you. Well, alone again. Oh. <sighs> The moon settled in and prepared herself to shine like a bright nightlight, keeping the humans on Earth below safe, when suddenly something caught her eye. What in the space is that? At first it looked like a meteorite, then a bolt of starlight, and then like two rocks in a fight. Whatever it was, it was headed straight for her. Ah! Bracing for impact! The moon steadied herself, and slowly, like a feather, the shiny rocket ship set down on her surface. And a teeny, tiny, little, itty-bitty man emerged. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Neil Armstrong took the very first step on the moon, but very few people know exactly what he said next after that sentence. And one big ball of space cheese. I gotta say, Buzz, it feels gouda to be here. Yes, Neil, I couldn't be happier. Cold, though. Certainly cheddar weather up here on the moon. As they planted a flag down on her surface, the moon beamed brighter than ever. She had never seen a friendship bracelet, but she knew that this must be it. Friends! Real, live friends! The humans, they came to visit me! They can see me! They know that I'm here! (sighs) You like me! You really like me! Over the next few years, a beautiful friendship blossomed between the humans and the moon. They had always looked and wondered about each other from afar, but now they were having playdate after playdate, and the moon was so excited that they were coming to see her. Maybe I should try and visit the humans! 
That would be catastrophic! Hi, Cosmic Wizard! Oh, oopsie, can't stay! Extra gassy day! Bye, Cosmic Wizard! The moon woke up every day, used her gravity to try and make their friendship flag as straight as it could possibly be, with one very small ripple to make it look like she had this fancy thing called wind that they had down on Earth. She wanted to do that so the humans wouldn't get too homesick, and waited for her friends to visit. She'd make herself extra powdery so they could land safely and softly. And the humans would come and collect rocks and soil and try to find out once and for all if the moon was even cheese at all. But one day, in 1972, the humans stopped visiting the moon. It has been made official that the Great Moon Mystery has now been solved! The moon is not made of cheese! It is now time we turned our gaze to Mars to settle now once and for all is it made of chocolate bars! What? They're not coming back? The moon wondered what she had done to make the humans stop coming to see her. If only I were cheese, maybe they would stay. The moon started to cry. Great tears of moon dust because she has no water. Oh, how she missed the humans. If only the humans would like me again. Oh, if only I were made out of cheese. <laughs> I wish I were made out of cheese. You wish? Oh, dear moon. Whatever is wrong? Oh, great cosmic wizard. I am so lonely, and I just want the humans to like me so they'll spend time with me. If only I were made out of cheese. Oh, dear moon, I know you are feeling sad, but I promise this will pass. You are the moon. You are perfect just as you are. No, no, I'm not, wizard. The people only like me because they thought that I might be cheese. I, I wish I was cheese. Whoa! Now be careful, Moon. If you say it one more time, then I have to grant your all-powerful cosmic wish. That is the rule. But I must warn you, this would be utterly catastrophic. I wish I was cheese! And all at once, the great cosmic wizard, the nebulous of gas itself, expanded and swallowed the moon. And with one large, blinding flash, the wizard dissipated to reveal the moon made purely of cheese. Now listen, I must warn you, oh no, about the, ah! The humans on the earth below saw the flash and they looked up at the moon. I am cheese, I am cheese, now please, will you like me? Will you play with me? 
but the moon forgot about something important. She forgot about the sun. Slowly the sun rose on just a small sliver of the moon. And as the rays of the hot sun reached out and touched the small sliver that was the waxing crescent of the cheese moon, she started to melt. It was slow at first and didn't hurt the cheese moon as it doesn't hurt cheese to melt. It just created a bit of a small melted cheese lake on the moon. But as the Earth's gravity pulled on the cheese moon, it pulled on the melted cheese as well. Small globs of cheese started to fall from the moon down onto the Earth. The humans couldn't believe their eyes. The moon was making it rain cheese? The humans gathered the cheese. Oh, and they sang and they danced. Moon, we love your cheese. We knew that you were always cheese. And the moon smiled. The humans like me again. The moon didn't mind that she had to lose a piece of herself. She had plenty of moon, or rather, cheese moon to spare. The next day, when the sun rays hit the moon, she sent down even more cheese to the earth. Bigger globs this time. One glob of melted cheese was so big it covered an entire house. Oh, the people laughed. <laughs> they loved the moon's cheese. Hey, send more cheese, moon. We love your cheese. The moon smiled. Well, not as big as the day before because she wasn't quite feeling herself. Probably because she was less of herself. But she tried not to notice the big holes of emptiness where she used to be. The following day, the moon said, Uh, hey, son, um, maybe you could take a break. You know, maybe, um, let's not melt me some today. <laughs> Uh, you are the one who is moving, Moon. You revolve around me. If you want to stop, you're going to have to stop moving. But the Moon thought that she heard the people asking for more cheese. She didn't want to disappoint them or, or let them down. What if they stopped liking her? The rays of the sun reached her surface. But this time, so much cheese started to melt. Too much cheese, too fast. Big, huge globs started to fall from the moon. One was so big, it covered all of Manhattan. Hey, please stop, moon. Stop with the cheese now. Enough with the cheese, the people cried. But the moon couldn't stop. A long, thin string of cheese reached all the way down where Sophia was standing on the beach, trying to feel her grandmother, practicing being an astronaut, and wondering what was happening to her friend, the moon. Sophia climbed the string of cheese as fast as she could. Suddenly, the sun's rays stopped reaching the moon, and the string of cheese Sophia was on snapped back to the moon, taking Sophia with it. On the moon's surface, Sophia could hardly believe her eyes. There was 
almost nothing left of the moon. My moon, well, what is happening? Why are you disappearing? The people wanted me to be cheese. They didn't like me as I was, and, and I wanted them to like me, so I got the great cosmic wizard to turn me into cheese. Not everyone, Moon. I love you because you are Laloon, not because you are cheese. And so does my grandmother and many, many, many other people. My grandmother says you are magic, and as long as you are in the sky, we humans are never alone. Really? Really, really, Moon. Oh no, what have I done? And soon I will be all gone. Hello, little one, it is I, the great cosmic wizard. Great cosmic wizard, you have to help Laloon. Oh, I'm afraid I cannot. The moon already used their one great cosmic wish of all time. Moon, do you want to be the moon again? Oh, yes. Yes, more than anything. It was so much easier to just be me. I miss my me. Well, then... I will use my wish to save the moon. You will? Of course I will, but with one small, teeny, tiny modification. Great cosmic wizard, I, Sophia of Southampton, wish that the moon was restored to the great moon with one modification. The moon must be able to hear and feel all of the love from the humans below. And the humans must be able to look back at the moon and forever know that they are not alone. As you wish. And with that, the great cosmic wizard spun back time. And the moon was the moon again with one teeny tiny modification. The moon could hear the humans when they say, I love you, moon. J'aime, loon. And when the humans looked up at the moon, they could see that the moon had a face smiling back at them and reminding them that they are not alone. Some humans even took to calling this the man in the moon. Now, the humans never remembered the time when the moon became cheese, all except for one. Sophia woke up on the beach, the very one she climbed the cheese to see the moon on, to find she had a small necklace on, a gift of thanks from the loon, with a teeny tiny piece of moon rock inside that said, As long as there is a moon, you are never alone. Wait, Grandma, your name is Sophia, and you have a necklace that says that. And now, my dear, I am giving it to you. So wherever you go, be it Paris, New York, or Mumbai, you will never be alone as long as you know that we share the same moon. 
la même lune. The end. La fin. I love all the characters that you played. After you've written a story, how do you bring the characters to life? Well, first of all, thank you. Um, yeah, I guess just playing a bunch of different characters is something I've sort of always done. Uh, where the story is set in Southampton, Ontario, is actually very close to where I grew up. I grew up in Southampton, well, outside of Southampton, on a farm, not on the beach. Um, but yeah, it was just me and my brother a lot of the time. So I would play wonderful imagination games and and both entertain myself and try really hard to make him laugh with as many silly voices as I could come up with. Nice. Are there any characters in this story that are a first for you? Yeah, so this is my first time uh, playing Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. I really wanted to play both of those uh, men my whole life, and I feel like I've, uh, I've achieved something. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Professor Pineapple. Salut, Birkin. Salut. Okay, here is a joke. Why did the cow become an astronaut? Drum roll, please. So it could walk on the moon. A space cow. I'd love to see that. Well, I'll see. Well, that's it for this audio snack. Thanks to Jillian Welsh for Cheese Moon, La Lune de Fromage. Thanks to Jill's niece, Hayley Welsh, for the episode illustration. Merci, mes amis, for listening. Thanks to our creative team, Jeanette Moore, Stephen Lafrenier, Liz Poundset, Tim Freeman, The Pickle Peppers, Red Velvet Revolution, and of course, Barricade. A la prochaine! See you next time! Bye!